Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Florence, what have you been up to through all this? I know we said you were kind of off to no good, if you will, when they split ways. Florence is going to call up Bryce and ask him what time the office is here closed. Are you in the room with him, or he's kind of over the intercom with him? Uh, she'll go see him. Yeah, so his office is about what you expect. It's kind of the big, prominent office. He's got a bunch of kind of warrior stuff. There are a lot of weapons for no reason, other kind of manly strength stuff. Kind of like gestures towards a variety of chairs. Like, he gets up, like, coffee would drink, uh, refreshment, we could bring you some water or something. Uh, everything going okay so far? Yeah, what time do the offices here close? We're technically open 24 hours a day. You should have full access to the office. If need be, we can get you a key card to get in from the outside of the building. Really uh, but yeah, pro- someone's almost always here. Maybe not the reception staff downstairs, but the offices are more or less open. We got dealings all over the world. We got stuff in Tokyo. We got stuff in the Middle East. Business never sleeps. You, um, you ever touched that lucky charm of yours? Not recently. Uh, but you have. Oh yeah, a couple times. What happened? Not much. Uh, kind of pauses for a sec. Give me a human int. 23 out of 20 failure. Yeah, kind of pauses for a sec. Um, uh, it's just kind of a lucky charm, you know. It's a big, uh, yeah, it's an obelisk kind of thing. I, I, I know you all are kind of worried about it, but it's, it's harmless. I've had it for years and nothing bad's happened. It's just I'm not worried. Yeah, it brings me luck. You've worked with us for a while now, so if the agency can trust you, you have nothing to worry about. But I mean, if you lie to the agency. Let's just say we have a working relationship, and I, I know what you're worried about. It's not giving me, like, supernatural abilities or something. It's just... I need you to make sure that all of your employers are uh, away from the obelisk. You need to do something. Kind of pauses for a second. You may have noticed that there's not a single office within 20 feet of it, right? That's not accidental. Yeah, but people walk around. I just want you to make sure that they don't walk in. It's part of the deal I struck with uh, your folks back in the 90s about being allowed to keep it. I'm aware you all have a bit of a hard-on for how weird it is, and I've heard already it makes voices and stuff like that, but honestly, you're all paranoid, crazy people from the field, so. You're probably right. She just says with a smile. Yeah. Uh, I also need all the cameras turned off in the area. I'm I'm sorry, what? All the cameras turned off in the area? Like here in the office? What what are you planning on doing? Just just where the obelisk is. Sure. Why? I mean, you can go down there with me if you want. I just don't want you to have a record of us interacting with this thing. We're not really ones for... We don't like leaving a footprint. Oh, yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, Miss Pine asked me to wipe the tapes once you all are done here and whatever. Yeah, there's no cameras in, the, um, in that conference room either. That's the uh, special conference room, if you will, the one we reserve for special dealings. Yeah, no, no, don't, don't worry. There's nothing aimed at the obelisk. Not exactly like someone can steal that dumb thing. I'd be really fucking stupid to try. All right, thanks. Just gonna head down to the obelisk. All right. What are you trying to do to the obelisk? 
she's gonna listen to it. Yeah. And she's gonna pull up her brokerage account, her stock trading, and she's gonna listen to the obelisk and and see if she can gonna try and see if she can make a lot of money off of a uh trade. Follow what the obelisk is saying. So how's this one play out? Are you gonna are you gonna walk over with the laptop open, or your kind of phone open to the uh, to the app, or you gonna open it up when you get there? Open it up when she gets there. Okay, so give me a sanity check as you open up the app. Yeah, seventy five of eighty one success. All right, so you're gonna take one point of sanity damage for this because kind of as your thumbs scrolling on the page for this stuff. You're not moving it. It's kind of something is or directing you or kind of moving your finger for you. Uh, give me a power uh, power check. Just one point of sanity, not a D four of sanity. Oh, she's projecting it onto her mother. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Of course she is. Wow. <laughs> uh, fifty-eight out of eighty-five success for the power check. Yes, yeah, so you feel you could stop if you wanted to. No, she's gonna get closer to the obelisk. Yeah, so it kind of it, it scrolls to. I mean, your you could you could stop your finger from moving if you want to. You're not moving yourself; it's your hand. Your kind of your thumb is searching for something of its own accord as you're going through the various options. I'm just gonna let it happen. Yeah, so it takes you through a variety of kind of unknown stocks and eventually lands on a series of codes you've never seen before. You've never even heard of kind of thing. Uh, based on the kind of what pops up is the information about it. It's a um cloud computing company of some kind that uh, there was a note there saying it's about to unveil some new processor or something, but the company's on the verge of bankruptcy, so you're looking at, like, pennies of stock, hypothetically. Uh, alright. Oh, man, this is gonna... Florence is from a pretty wealthy background with her job, so I'd imagine she has a decent amount of money in these these trades and she's gonna oh yeah she's gonna throw her whole portfolio into it okay how much we thinking that is we're gonna have one of roll for what we think the portfolio is i don't know what a reasonable amount would be for that much kind of money she makes well like, i guess like is she selling off her portfolio to invest into this thing or is she yes. just kind of transferring what she has liquid uh the whole selling off the entire portfolio putting it all into this uh this this company. Roll a D one hundred for me. Sure. Man, dude, here comes the uh, here comes the monkey paw. Twenty one. Yeah, so we'll say she's got seventy one thousand dollars of kind of stock to throw around, just kind of in easy accessible stuff. So she's gonna cool. cash all that, invest into this thing. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, and then she like lets out a really big sigh and feels a little sick. That she's just done this, and uh, Actually, no, give me a Constitution check on this. <laughs> yeah, eleven success, a critical success. Nice. All right, so there actually is a mechanic at play here. It's not just me kind of playing along with this. So, for a split second, you feel physically sick and just drained. You are going to lose two willpower off of this kind of thing, not from the stat, just from your kind of pool you have. Yeah, something has just drained you. Something definitely just happened. Oh, yeah, she just, like, rubs the back of her neck, and after it's done, she she will start to walk away. Well, and so as you're doing that, give me a perception at plus 20 as you're walking away. Would that be alertness? Yeah, sorry, alertness. My bad. 11. Critical success. You're looking around, you're kind of getting a sense of what this office is maybe about in a little bit more terrifying a detail. So. All the junior kind of new people are on the bottom floor, where they in theory would walk by this thing a bunch, and they're kind of bullpens for a bunch of those people. And kind of uh, Bryce is looking down at you from his office up there, and kind of like sarcastically waves a little bit, and you swear he kind of winks at you while you're doing this. He just gives him a a knowing nod and is going to try to ignore this as she goes back to the conference room. She is, uh, feels awful about this. This seems like a really bad investment. And as she's like walking back, she mutters under her breath, 
Century Club. Maybe, maybe. Just gonna go back into the office and sit and stare at the wall for like hours. Yeah, she's feeling like just physically and emotionally drained. Like it's not just she's sickened by her choices. Like something transpired. The obelisk didn't do something, but it definitely did something. Yeah, she's like sitting there. She's got her like hands clasped together, and they're kind of shaking a bit, and her chin's resting against them. And she just stares at the wall, like feeling gross. Yeah. We'll assume kind of as part of this. Oh, this even makes the whole why she couldn't like think fast on her feet to do the trying to trick um, Monica thing even more sense. She's just out of it at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So we're going back to the other team. You guys are at the uh, harbor at this point. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you setting up? You trying to like? Um, I'm not saying you have a car for this. They provide you with a town car to deal with for all this. Or did you take a cab or something? Scooters. <laughs> no, we just take the town car. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you got kind of observed from across the street. What's the plan? Yeah. Is there a spot we can be a little bit inconspicuous across the street where we can kind of look over there? Like, is there like a little coffee shop or something we can sit at and kind of just stare? What's everyone's criminology? Uh, 10 for me. Mine's 56. Oh, yeah. No, you can. At a 56 criminology, you can totally scope out a spot that people won't notice you at. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very easy for you to do. Okay. Yeah, so you find a spot, kind of it's covered over, you can see the front of the building really well. Kind of at quick glance, it's just a normal office building. It appears to kind of be a small warehouse and kind of office setup of some kind. Kind of you passed a couple larger warehouses that were also labeled Bolton Shipping, which makes sense for the setup again. This is all very normal for kind of a harbor setup of any kind for this point. What you do notice, though, is that parked out front of Bolton Shipping is a van with the name Ageless Catering printed on the side of it and about kind of big fun letters and some pictures of food on the side of it. There's a couple other cars parked there as well, more nondescript. There's a couple of lights on inside, but like it doesn't seem like they're fully open or kind of active right now. How long are you waiting? I guess like you'll wait an hour to see if anything happens. Hold on, you said this you said the van's name is Ageless Catering? Yep. Hmm. Well, I'm glad everyone likes their on the nose names. If that isn't suspicious, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Is the Ageless Catering like a food truck sort of situation, or is it like just a... Like a truck truck? Yeah, is it like a truck truck, or is it like a van? I, it's like a sprinter van, I guess. Sprinter van? Gotcha. A Ford Transit? I don't know what a Ford Transit is, actually. It's basically just a sprinter van. <laughs> I'm going to pop on a VPN, and I'm going to start looking into uh, Ageless Catering. Okay. Yeah, it's just a normal kind of catering operation based out of New York. It specializes in a variety of cuisines. They're more leaning towards large, kind of large organizations and stuff like that. The kind of founder and chef of it is a woman by the name of Rebecca Strickland. Does it look like they're doing an event at the um, the Bolton Shipping, or is it, do they just like? That's uh, not. Uh, based on kind of from the outside of what you're looking at, it doesn't look like anything from the outside, at least. Uh, based on the website, they might do, like, office catering, but doesn't really seem to be their style. They're more of a party company. Gotcha. I'll do, like, a like a stroll by, see if I can get, like, a, like a closer look inside the truck. You know, like, I'm not going to get in, in there, but... Yeah, but kind of, like, sneak up on and see if you can get a better look at it. Uh, give me a stealth yeah. check. Ah, fail. So you kind of, you make some sound as you're walking up to it. No one responds immediately, but you're pretty sure that like someone might come investigate soon. Do you want to try and look like look in the window or something like that in the truck or inside of the van to see what's in there? It's got a big back window on it. I didn't mean like I was gonna like uh yeah get like, get this close. I just meant like I was gonna walk by to see if I could like see anything going on. Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, gotcha. Like... No, yeah, yeah, no, you didn't see anything. I was sorry. I thought you were trying to sneak up on the van. Yeah, no, nothing. No sounds of a party. Nothing happening outside of it really. Gotcha. While I'm strolling by, I guess as well, since I'm near next to the building, uh, can I? Is there? There's nothing. There's nothing going on inside. If I can see inside the windows, there. Not that you can tell from this distance. Like you can see some lights on inside, but it's not like based on the number of cars in the parking lot and just kind of the number of lights on you're seeing through windows. It's not fully open right now. It's definitely winding down at the end of the day, hypothetically. Yeah, I guess we could just sit here for another hour or so and watch if you guys are okay with that. Let's see something else you wanted to do. Hmm. You want to see if we can. Uh... 
crash somebody's retirement party, it looks like. I don't know. I don't want to put my... Can, is there a way to tell how many people are at this event? There's five cars plus the van still in the parking lot. Okay. It's not, best you go, there's no event, though, either. Okay, because he's at retirement party. That's why I was like, oh, never mind. That was a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's take a gander. Is there... Well, even before we continue going on, I'm going to do my usual look around to see if there's any security cameras and things like that of that nature that can catch us. Sure, give me a search. 71, failure out of 43. You don't see anything, but given your experience with this stuff, there's probably a couple security cameras around. It is an international dock, after all, and this is a offices for a shipping company. Okay. Are there spare uniforms, even if there are even uniforms, <laughs> inside the catering van? Do you want to try and sneak up to the catering van? Yes, I will roll that stealth, baby. <laughs> All right, let's, let's see that stealth. 87, failure. Jesus <laughs> Christ, this game doesn't want us to do anything. <laughs> the the three sorry, stages. I stole all the guys. <laughs> I stole it all. Yeah, so you, you wander up to the van, uh, maybe you kick a rock and it makes a sound, like it bounces off and knocks something over in the distance or something. Um, you hear some kind of commotion from inside. Is this like someone come out to look at it or something? Uh, give me a search check at minus 20 real quick. That is a 1%. So oh, let's see okay. how this goes. Uh, 56 failure from my modified 1% search. Yeah, so you quickly try and glance inside the back of the window of the truck or the side of the truck, the van, and you don't see anything. Like it, at a quick glance, it was just normal catering equipment. Like it, Maybe more like swatch books or something. It almost looks like a planning, a planning supplies of some kind. But again, you're through there so quickly you can't really see anything, and you're just back to your car as fast as you can. And unfortunately, kind of as you're just getting back there, you're in the shadows. But do, some people do walk out of the building as kind of the final lights go off, and someone kind of messes with the door. Some you do see a woman walk out to the van. She gets in and drives off. Everyone else walks out to their cars and leaves. And Give me an uh, give me an alertness though as you were kind of doing all this. Everybody, you are. Yeah, everybody. I have a sixty-eight percent alertness. How did I feel with a ninety? Jesus Christ! Uh, success forty-seven out of sixty-one. Success as well. Yeah, so kind of the person that was locking up the building does appear to be Samuel Bolton, though, and you had to guess it. Um, him and. The person that was driving the van did kind of walk out at roughly the same time. Well, the woman driving the van is probably the Strickland lady. Huh. I know, I know. Huge leap of logic there, but just a guess. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good guess. Are we all together back in the car? Yeah, you are by now. Yeah, let's let's tail a little bit. I'm down with that. So, wait, did uh, did he get into the van with the woman? Or no, no, he got into he a go separate to... car. And that's what I thought, okay. Drove off. She got, actually got into the van before everyone else left, though, too, like. He okay. kind of walked her out, and then everyone else left, and they locked up. We can break into this place now. It seems like everybody's gone. But that was Samuel Bolton that just popped out. I say we tail him. What are we going to do when we when we confront him? We're going to be like, "Hey, you're what suspicious things are you doing?" Like, what are we going to say? We're not trying to confront him. We're just trying to see where he's going. He's a secretive man. Any kind of routine, any kind of information as to where he would be at any given point in time. The other one, what's his name? Oscar Nelson, I could just Google whichever or just type in hashtag Oscar Nelson. I'm pretty sure I can find uh, him at a party anywhere, but nobody knows anything about Samuel Bolt. He was literally at work. Yeah, and what do you do after a nice long day after work? Relax at perhaps a club of sorts. (laughs) We could tell him. I just wanted to break into the place. (laughs) We can break into it later tonight. The place isn't going anywhere. You've got him right here. We're going to break into the place legally, or illegally, in the daytime, so we have a fake warrant coming by. We got it. We'll have time for that. All right. All right. You guys still got Trail Bolton? Yep. Yeah, that's what I want to do. All right. Who's driving? I I can drive if no one else wants to. (laughs) I would rather not drive. Whoever's the highest drive should always be the one driving. That's one of the mistakes everyone in Delta Green makes. I have 20 on my drive. I have 51. Let's let's have you. Let's have you do it, because I have 20. Sounds good. All right, so give me a drive check. All right, most persuasive man. Here we come. 
Yes! Yeah, success. Yeah. Yeah, so you successfully tail him. You kind of maintain the correct spacing of still being able to keep visibility on him, but also not alerting him that he's obviously being tailed. You do a really good job of that even, too. Yeah, eventually kind of he goes back into Manhattan, um, kind of goes to one of the swankier parts of town and kind of ballets his car and goes into a high-end looking bar called the Oxen Lean. High, high-end bar, kind of. You could Google it if you wanted to. You could look it up on whatever phones you got if you wanted to. You gonna kind of try and follow him in. What's the plan? Well, oh, I follow him in. All right. I want to oh, Google. Unless. Oh, I want to Google what the oxen lean is. How do we get in? Because if this is high end shit, then like, I think we just touch down in New York. I have airplane clothes. That I'm not high end club ready. <laughs> you can just flash my. My U.S. Marshal badge, you'd be like, hey, some guy that, that I'm trying to tail has walked in there. What are they going to do? Say no to, to say no to U.S. Marshal? I mean, come on. You sure? I, n- neither of us have a U.S. Marshal badge, though. Ah, oh, shit. Like, you, you are the, you're the only one who has a U.S. Marshal badge. Ah, oh, damn it. You guys are my IRS deputies? I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, let's see, let's see what their ways to get in there without me flashing my badge first. I assume that they probably they they put that on the website. That, yeah, that thing. Oh, they, you can look up the you can easily look this thing up. It's just a quick search of the name in the case of the bar's website. There is a dress code for this place. There is kind of a minimum standard of dress. They're expecting kind of business casual at a minimum. So maybe a suit, maybe a tie kind of thing. But they're yeah, they're not gonna let you in if you're just kind of dressed in jeans and a t shirt, unless you're someone that's worth letting in in jeans and a t shirt. Place specializes in kind of whiskey and whiskey cocktails and imported mezcals. They don't even serve beer. It's just kind of high-end liquor. Based on the pictures you're seeing, it's lots of low-light and overstuffed leather chairs. It's got a real kind of Goodfellas vibe, but meets very modern New York. It's very new, but kind of at the same time trying very hard to be kind of like, remember the old days and how cool you thought they were, but they weren't? I see. I text Dr. Florence, hey... The o- what was it? Oxen lean. The oxen lean. Do you mind getting us a couple suits and let's have a nice night out, uh, doing some investigative drinking? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Florence doesn't text back. <laughs> Damn, left left Florence. on red. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Florence even reads the text. Oh damn! That's it's, not, it's not because. Never mind. She's having a very hard time from her time with the obelisk. <laughs> yeah. So I just look at my phone, and I look over to Francis. Florence left me on red. Could you call her? I call Florence. You pick up. I don't know. I'm a roll luck check. We'll see. Yeah, she'll pick up. Jesus, Florence, you are right. You didn't answer our text. Uh, uh yeah, I think I ate something uh, bad on the flight. I'm feeling kind of sick. I'm. I was in the bathroom. Sorry. All right. Well, just uh, real bad time. Real bad time to try out the airplane sushi. Okay. Listen, wait. We need you to pick us a couple up a couple suits and meet us at this bar in Manhattan. Uh, called the Oxaline. Do you know your measurement? Uh, of course. Do does everyone else? Do you guys Do you guys know your measurements? Yes, I've had to get fitted for a habit. I do. You mean, yeah. You mean they they make habits in more than one size? That's just no, like like a modern <laughs> habit. Excuse you. We've <laughs> we've excelled past the dark ages, <laughs> despite the fact that that was entirely our fault. Okay. I will come meet you soon. I have to go talk to somebody at first. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're, we're telling the guy, uh, Bolton, he's in this barn. We need to get in there. Wait, you think I'm going to be able to... Where? I don't even know where that is. How far How far away is this from listen, the listen, office? This is, this is New York. There's no way there's not like a 90-minute suit place. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. How far away is this place from uh, the office? Physically, probably not that far, because New York's not that big. New York traffic-wise, potentially an hour and a half. You know, 
I'm like an hour and a half away, and I have to go pick up a suit, which is like at least another 30 minutes, so I'm going to be like at least two hours. Just call ahead. Fuck, fine. We'll hang up. Listen, wait, don't make sure they're Italian cut. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning so much about Francis's tastes in this. <laughs> Lawrence is going to see if Cohen is willing to go on a, a short car ride with her. You kind of perks up as you walk in. Uh, Do- Dr. Florence, what do I owe the pleasure? Hi, uh, you want to, you know, a good suit place around here? I I know several. I'm looking for a good suit or a quick suit. Quick suit. Yeah, I got some guys that can do that. Uh, well, what's the occasion? I kind of expected all your kind of like puts his hands in a quotations. Secret agents would travel, you know, with a couple of suits, all James Bond style. Oxen lean. Oh, the oxen lean. That's a. Uh, I uh, pardon my assumptions on this one, but that's kind of well a classy place for all any of you to be in theory attending. He just looks at him like, bitch, what? <laughs> so you're coming with us. Help us fit in. Yeah, if if you'd like, I can tag along, maybe provide a little bit of cultural liaisoning in some cases. Uh, it's, this is exciting. I've never actually been this involved in any operations before. Yeah, before we go, what was that? What was what? I, You were watching me. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Explain. I don't need to know what you were doing. I I'm not know sure what... what you think of it being called, but we call it financial investing. And it's kind of what I've built my entire business around. Give a more concrete explanation. Kind of looks at you confused. I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. Give right. me a human int. Oh, uh, okay. 83 out of 20 fail. Yeah. He's just kind of like, he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Sure. All right. Well, um, you want to call a car? Oh, we'll, we'll take mine. If, I, if we're going to the Ox, uh, we'll take mine. Okay. Right, so we're off to buy some suits? Yeah. Yeah, this mm-hmm. takes some time to kind of get through. Like, again, you can buy some suits pretty quickly. He's got a nice kind of BMW car to get around in because he has the money to afford parking in New York City. When she pulls out the money to, to buy this suit, she thinks about the, the $79,000 or the $71,000 and just size and hands over more money. <laughs> okay, actually, um, give me a luck check on this one as you're doing this. Oh, no. 80, I, again! An, what?! 11, 11, 83, 83. Crazy. Alright, so you receive a phone call from your broker, very confused as to what is going on with your account. What? Have you been hacked or something? I. It looks like you just stole all of your stocks and bought into some dead end pump and dump. Do like, the research, you, okay? You know, sometimes I like to invest a bit on my own. All right, just do the research, okay? You just bought thousands, maybe millions of shares of a company that's high well, in the last year and a it, half was five cents a share. If I thought that this investment was going to break me, and it won't, you know I'm smart, at least enough, with my money. If I lose this, I'm not going to be in dire straits, and I'll be coming back anyways. So just make the best of it, okay? I, I might even buy more. I don't know. I, I would not advise that. I, I, as, I'm not your financial advisor, but I would not advise that. Uh, give me a charisma check on this one. Sure. 16 out of 50 success. Yeah, he kind of believes, like, okay, whatever, she's doing something, and kind of hangs up eventually. After, like, just berating you for incredibly poor life choices when it comes to money. <laughs> oh, man, she's doing it enough for herself. Yeah, uh, so yeah. some time passes, we'll say, like, you got this guy's suit guys real quick, so it's actually an hour and a half to get all this stuff done. Florence has changed into her own suit she brought. Does she go suit or does she go like dress or something? I actually don't know which way. It's like uh, I think she she probably does like um the 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 two piece female suit. Gotcha. You get dressed, you get the suits. Bryce is really excited, so he's driving you over, kind of thing. Uh, it's he's kind of chatty while you're going. Like uh, so, um, do I get a code name or something? I'm, I'm assuming Florence is in your actual name, the same way that uh, 
Miss Pine isn't actually named Miss Pine. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, the Pine Tree Concern, that's ridiculous. Like who would name a company after a tree? Listen, Cohen. Maybe depending on how this goes, we'll look further into what kind of asset you could be for us. But you know this club. People in this town know you, so you have to go by your name. Otherwise it'd be kinda weird if you were. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. I also you need to shut the fuck up about that when we get there. No talking about it. I'm your dude. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I know. Hush, hush. Um, The program will get me or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I've been through this before. You're not the first group I've helped out. Just the first time I've been out like this with. It's, it's just kind of fun. It's different. I'm really behind a desk all day and looking at just uh, graphs all day. This, this is fun. I'm just going to paint you a picture really fast when you say, yeah, yeah, the program will get you. A woman was strangled in her home and stabbed multiple times and her house blew up because the program didn't like her. Kind of pales up at this a little bit. Well, shit. Hope she deserved it. Moral of the story is, don't fuck with the program. Okay, yeah, I I get it. It's kind of a little sullen at this point. He was having fun with this. This is spy stuff. People have ones get to do spy stuff all the time. But yeah, no, he's... He's remembering that this is indeed kind of scary. It's not just kind of fun cloak and dagger stuff. Yeah, so you arrive there, you kind of hand off the suits. Everyone gets changed in the car, I assume, or some version of the car. Does everyone get changed in an alley? Please tell me someone gets changed in the alley. <laughs> no, no, I think we, we, we play it safe, right? Yeah, that's probably smart. Yeah, so you're all dressed appropriately enough to go in. You go in, kind of Cohen says something to the person at the front of this, and you get waved in kind of thing. They don't even bother IDing you. Like, this is a place that, like, Maybe it's even bother IDing, because if you're rich enough to know about this place, you're probably, you're definitely old enough to be here, and if you're not, who the hell cares? You're stupid rich still. Yeah, so you go in, the place kind of has a low amount of jazz or some kind of classy music going on to it. It's dimly lit, but not, like, darkly lit. There's this, um, this one big kind of brass bar down the center of the place, just kind of with a impressive rack of whiskey and other liquors on the side of it. There's a There's no menus whatsoever kind of thing. This is the kind of place that doesn't believe in listing what it has. What do you do now that you're inside? I will scan the room to see if we can see Samuel Bolton. Right, give me a search. <laughs> you fumbled the search with 99% of the time. <laughs> Alright, so as you are scanning the room, you kind of swing like you, you, you twist your neck a little bit kind of too suddenly and you oh just God. knock a waiter over it's carrying up a couple drinks they kind of hit the ground hard and the drinks go everywhere and the glasses shatter everyone's in this place is looking at you like if a record could like screech at that point it would have except they're not playing this off of a record and no one's doing that like it's everyone's very aware you're there and as everyone's staring at you you also kind of see the opposite side of the building. Samuel Bolton leaving through another main through another door. Uh, Florence just acts like he's like everyone else and just staring at this guy like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, we're, I'm not with that guy. Yeah, same. Sure. I just look at my suit, look at the ground. God damn it! You think that the training would be the training here would be good enough that they wouldn't bump into you? Oh, so you're going blame the help approach. Okay. Oh, bold move. Uh, give me a Legend. charisma on that one. I'll even give you a plus 10 because it's a terrible bar for not doing that type of thing. Ooh, let's custom percentage. Submit. Plus it only 10. go down from here, right? If you get another fumble. Oh, 75 oh. or 74% failure out of 60. You hear a couple people judge you silently, but loud enough you can definitely hear it kind of thing. Like, uh, who left the new money in? Or, I thought we got rid of those type of people from this organ- like from this club. Like, I can't believe they let him in. Like, God, that, she- God, that sh- uh, suit looks cheap and tacky. Yeah, well, everyone's distracted. Florence is just going to drag Cohen along and go out to exit that Bolton left. Yeah. So you kind of exit out into an alley. It seems to be where the valet drive drops off cars so people can get in. You kind of see Bolton standing there, kind of waiting for his car. He's the only one there, kind of assuming the valet's going to be along shortly. Introduce us. Uh, to, to him? 
She looks at him like you stupid. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, kind of like wanders over. I'm sorry. Before, 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 before you do that, what's uh, what's their relationship? Samuel Bolton and uh, Bryce. They are in cer- other kind of women similar circles. They've met once or twice before. I have like as he's wandering over. Samuel, is, is that you? Um, uh, it, it's it's me, Bryce Cohen. We met at the um, kind of snapped his fingers at the uh, the zoo thing a couple months back. Kind of guy looks at him. All right, so this is the first time you've gotten a real good look at Samuel Bolton in person before, and he's exactly as he looks in the pictures, kind of thing. Uh, give me a sandy check, actually. Yeah, that's understandable. 13 out of 81 success. Yeah, so no sand damage, but yeah, it's... Good thing for her bonds. Yeah, it is impossible. Like it, You're understanding why Delta Green is here, kind of thing. Like, this all seemed kind of circumstantial up to this point, but yeah, like, the pictures were not doing justice to just how identical the pictures are, kind of thing. Like, it's, this is, this is spooky, how exactly, like, every single photo this guy looks. Like, the hair is different again, like, he's dressed modernly. Have like he paused for a second. Ah, Bryce, it's it's been a while. Um, hey, I didn't know you were a fan of the Ox. I, I only I come here every time I'm in town, kind of thing. When I have time, of so of course, uh, I've never seen you here before. Kind of pause for like, uh, who who's your lady friend? Bryce is kind of flustered. This oh um that this is uh, Dr. Rachel Florence. Nice to meet you. Yes, Doctor Rachel Florence. Um, will offer her hand. Samuel extends a hand, kind of takes it. Pleasure to meet you, um, uh, Doctor Florence. Um, doctor in the medical way, or doctor in the way too educated type of way? Way too educated type of way. Ah, good use of money. Good use of money. Uh, how, how many doctorates? Four. Kind of whistles at this, like that's impressive. Uh, you'd be at the last doctor that's not a medical doctor I've met so far. They only had three. Uh, what's an educated woman like yourself doing, slumming it with Bryce here? <laughs> Bryce kind of looked, looked sheepishly at this. He clearly has good taste, and she motions back to the ox, just like you. That's fair, yes. Uh, oh, we were thinking that it was getting a bit too crowded in there, um, and we were about to head back to uh, Bryce's office for a drink, if you'd like to join us. Oh, no, no, I, I have business elsewhere. I, I only came through for a quick social engagement, see a friend from out of town, or see a friend from in town, if you will, while I was here. This came in from Germany a few days ago. Very busy. We uh, have a bit of a function coming up. Uh, kind oh. of looks at Bryce. Not not a public one, just a, a work one, if you will. Well, if you're looking for any friendly faces, we're always interested in a party. Just with a smile. Maybe, maybe. Um, it's a bit of an exclusive guest list, more of a kind of a, a business, a set of business associates, if you will. Kind of looks at what Bryce and winks a little bit, like ever so slightly. Yes, yeah, so if we're looking to fill some seats, I can get in contact with you through Bryce. I assume he has your number. Yeah, Florence will write down her number for him. Yeah. Okay, so kind of valet shows up with Samuel's car around this time. Uh, give me a charisma check through all of this. Sure. 79 out of 50 failure. Yeah. Could have gone better, could have gone worse kind of thing. Feels like you were kind of making small talk. He's being very polite kind of thing. Kind of gets in the car and drives off. You see that he tips the valet a hundred dollar cash kind of thing, like just absentmindedly hands him a hundred dollar bill and gets out of there at that point. Lawrence is going to note the um, uh, the license plate number. Cool. Yeah, you you note it. You want to have him bring the car around? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. We we can do that. Kind of Bryce is disappointed. A little feels a little, a little little deflated at all this kind of thing. Like he's used to being someone, or at least thinks he's someone, and. He's not by comparison. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Didn't he say he was meeting a friend here? Florence is going to text the group chat and say that he had a friend find him and head back inside. I text back, do I need to continue making an ass of myself as a distraction? Sure. Oh, that, that, was, that was on purpose? <laughs> I text back no, but I'm going to go ahead and just continue the bit. <laughs> All right, so Bryce and Florence go back inside. Inside team, you got kind of. What are you doing now that you're alerted that he might have a friend there of some kind? Yeah, did I did I catch a glimpse of the guy 
uh, that he um, that he that he you said he he walked out the back door with somebody. No, he walked out. The, he just walked out the back door as you were kind of as oh he was making an ass of himself. Gotcha, Faustus. Give me a search. I'll give you a plus ten on this one. Let's see that shitty ass search, baby. Ninety-seven percent oh. failure out of thirty-one. It's a dark room. You're not seeing a lot of stuff. Can I be alert to something instead? But alert would mean that I would be looking for something already or something. Yeah. Or you're kind of sensing something. Yeah, I'm not going to give it to you in this case. Uh, maybe in a different situation, I'd allow that. No, this is, you're looking for kind of match of name to a face. Anyone else? Yeah, do you want to do a search as well? Sure, I'll, I'll do a search for him. Yeah. Uh, success. All right, so kind of, you're looking around the bar and you grab Faustus and slowly turn him and go... Isn't that that Oscar guy you were looking for? And uh, Oscar is a kind of a pale, slender man dressed in a lavender suit with a black shirt underneath, accompanied by a at most twenty-three-year-old young man with um kind of longer black hair. Just kind of sitting in a booth. And they're both laughing at you a little bit, or more at left, more accurately, laughing at Faustus. That is, that's him. You want to you want to go try your bit over there? Into them? Yeah. What do you want me to try? I can go the whole hyper-Catholic, or I can fall at, fall into them. Well, what information do we need from them? Well, Oscar Nelson, from what... Just table talk. I, I, am I thinking wrong that Oscar Nelson was part of the Century Club, or... He's the one that approached Price, yes. He's the one that approached Price about the Century Club, yes. Yeah. So. Well, Oscar Nelson was the individual who approached Bryce about being part of the Century Club, so I don't think I have the ability to kind of win that favor or win that interest. But I can swagger about close enough to see what they're talking about. Well, I can tell what they're talking about from all the way over here, <laughs> as I point to them who are, la- who are currently laughing in our direction. I would say... Stop talking to me in this regard, so that way you will have an angle that you can't associate yourself to me. And I will go drink around them and see if I can just eavesdrop. All right. Sounds good. So what are you trying to do exactly? Just kind of eavesdrop on them? Like, try and introduce yourself eventually? Like, well, what are you working towards? Uh, as I'm kind of walking over there, I kind of order a drink and boldly sit down at that table. With them? Are they at a table, or are they just kind of hanging around? They're at a table, yeah. They're a little booth. Little table. Alright, cool. I kind of sit down at the table. It's like, ah! What's the joke? Was it that, was it my little mishap earlier? Oscar looks at you. Well, 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 if it's not the butt of one, at least. Always happy to entertain? If you call that entertainment, I call that more bad luck followed by worse delivery. Well, here's the thing. If I'm going to be trying to, I don't know, visit these establishments in New York as opposed to uh, a little bit more impressive stuff back home in L.A., you'd think something would be a little bit, I don't know, more upscale. I'm sorry. Uh, Horatio Faustus. It's good to meet you. Uh, Give me a charisma check. You hit him with that extended H on Horatio. (laughs) (laughs) 86 failure. (laughs) We don't get many tourists around this bar. What brings you to New York City, the Big Apple, as I suspect it's called wherever you blew in from? Production, producing, you know, just seeing whether or not there's decent backdrops for some B-roll. They let a simple sight scouter into this bar. This place really has gone to hell. I'll have to refine a new usual drinking hole. Eh, if your society is as low as it were, as as you think or you say it is, then sure, find a new drinking hole. I think this would be a perfect scene for an upcoming film. I mean, what was it? The that one special about that '90s sitcom that everyone used to love. Something cute, you know, a little final final scene. Oh, honey, by my standards, this place is about as slumming it as I get. Gotcha. Well, 
here. Let me at least remove my face out of your night. You can enjoy the rest of your knife here in this little shithole that I am actually quite liking to. Uh, I'm getting a little bit more accustomed and really starting to dig. If you feel like knocking over another wid or try knocking him over into that table there, it'd be a laugh. Why over that table? Kind of winks at you for it. I look at the table that Oscar mentioned. Is there anything specific or special about that table? Just some younger business-looking types at it, like mid-twenties at the oldest kind of thing. Gotcha. I kind of mill about, and I guess I would just sit and eavesdrop to see if I can hear anything that they were talking about. Oh, yeah, give me alertness on that. 15% success. Yeah, so it's nothing concrete, but you do hear Oscar and his um, young friend kind of talking about some upcoming function that they're both going to attend. You do learn that from all this, his young friend's first name at least is Timothy. I text a group chat. Nothing so far, it's nothing much that I was able to get. I was able to get. It is Oscar Nelson, the person he's with is Timothy, but otherwise they might be, they're headed to an upcoming function or something else is going to be happening after this. I'm not saying it's tonight. They're just kind of saying they haven't. They're they're talking about some upcoming plans, not necessarily that evening. Update. My apologies. It's not happening tonight. It's something later. I'll see if I can get the information about where they're going. And I continue to mill about as the one yeah. person who's not welcome to the bar. <laughs> Anyone else doing anything? Is there like an actual like bar bar area where you can sit at? Yeah, like, okay. totally. I'm just going to go over there and sit down by myself and ask to see, what, what did you say this place specializes in again? Because you said this place had a specialty. Whiskey, whiskey cocktails, and imported mezcal. Okay. So I'll ask for uh, some mezcal. Yeah. Everyone knows what mezcal is, right? No. It's fancier tequila. It's um, mm. arguably better tequila. It is oh. to... It is, <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of like what scotch is to whiskey. They're similar enough. There's an overlap, but they're pretty distinctly different at the end of the day, too. The thing is, it when you make when you make mezcal, tequila and mezcal are very much similar, or if not the same yeah. thing. The difference is with tequila; it has to come from a specific region in Mexico in order for it to be called tequila. Otherwise, it's mezcal. Gotcha. Yeah, so I guess it's the reverse thing. I have to do mixed up. Yeah. Often they're just kind of, when they're called mezcals, they're better with some frequency, ironically. Unless it's like tequila slash mezcal, then it's often like Jose Cuervo garbage. Uh, yeah, I mean, it varies that you can have some really shitty mezcal out there, but yeah. yeah. It's usually dependent, it's a regional thing more than anything else. It's the same, similar kind of process. They both come from uh, uh, agave and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Alright, so you order mezcal? Yep. Do you have anything particular you're thinking of, or you just kind of say how you describe your drink you're looking for? Uh, just mezcal straight, no ice, nothing. Sure. Yeah, they put something down in front of you. It's a kind of faint golden amber color, uh, mostly clear, though. Smells strongly of kind of desert and maybe some wood, maybe small hints of tobacco of some kind. It's good. Mm. All right, yeah, and I'm just going to kind of sit there and look around. Looking for anything in particular, just kind of observing and seeing if something goes bad? Uh, definitely just observing right now, and obviously sure. keeping track of the team, making sure that uh, if anything does happen, that uh, I'm ready to assist. But yeah, for the most oh, part, sure. it's just kind of keeping it low-key. Yeah. Anyone else with anything else? I guess, in theory, Francis is still the one that's not kind of semi-preoccupied. You doing anything special? No, not really. I don't think there's anything really for me to do extra. Is yeah. There? Yeah, no, time wears on. Eventually, Oscar gets up with his young friend and leaves. Do the same thing. They go out the back. Car shows up for him. They drive off. Oscar's car's a tad showier than Samuel's was. But yeah, no, nothing inherently horrifying happens. And it's kind of around, say, 2 a.m. by the time Oscar winds up leaving. You don't really learn anything else from it except that, uh, yeah, no, you have established what you feel is a pretty positive link between Oscar knowing Samuel, at least, which lends some credence to some of the kind of weirder stuff you may have heard about the Century Club. Could Florence have gone out with Hoenn uh, around the same time as Oscar uh, as if they're leaving and also get Oscar's license plate? 
Sure. Yeah, it's late. Like we'll say, it's like two a.m. at this point, kind of thing. It's it's New York. People do things late at night, especially if they have nowhere better to be the next year, like Oscar does, and living a certain lifestyle. So yeah, no. And that's kind of probably bring it towards the end of this day. I'm assuming everyone's going back to the hotels. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Florence going back to the office. All right. Uh-oh. You're just burning that willpower, huh? Uh, she has 17 of it, so. <laughs> yeah, so Florence heads off to the office. Um, what is she working on overnight, I guess? Um, she's not. She's staring at her brokerage account all night. Fair enough. <laughs> Faustus, Francis, and um, Fox, are you off? Go to the hotel. Depending on who you are, the hotel's either a lot nicer than you're used to or disappointing because you were hoping for a way nicer hotel. I'll leave that to kind of you guys to decide on that thing. Uh, it's double trees. So you do get a cookie and check in, which is nice. It's definitely a nice enough hotel. Sick. Yeah. I message uh, Florence Hey, you going to be all right at the office by yourself or do you want some company? Um. Your call. I think I'll be fine. Alright, well, I'm gonna head over there just because last time that we were at some field office, a bug attacked. Uh, so <laughs> I'm a little worried. Leaving her by herself overnight, so I'm gonna head over there. Sure. Works for me. Basically just spends all night refreshing the uh, the stock. Yeah. I'll just sleep uh, against the wall on the floor somewhere while you're doing that. I actually think she probably, like, adds like a couple thousand more dollars to her account and invests a little <laughs> bit more. Man, if this goes poorly, it's <laughs> won't break is, the bank, but there's gonna be some explaining to do. Is the obelisk all Wall Street bets? No, the obelisk is the obelisk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think at some point during the night, Florence goes down to where the obelisk is. I don't know. If, I don't think she gets close to it, but she just stares at it, and like while holding her phone, and just stares at it for like thirty minutes. <laughs>